from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. Yes, indeed, in this world, and as far as in this world is concerned, I just would like to send out a very special thank you to my supporters in Thailand and Romania. Thank you so much for your support. And this is going to be episode number 199, Home Buying, Why You Should Not Buy a Home Right Now. One thing that I want to make clear is a lot of times you can hear many people discuss the pros and cons of home ownership. And you can also hear people discussing it in market terms. And for some of those people, it's simply an investment. And in this case, that is not what I am talking about. This is not who I am addressing this to. I'm not talking about the investor or people of that ilk. I'm talking about people who, for various reasons, want to buy a home, particularly a first-time home. And in order to go into that properly, what I want to explain is sometimes the people who talk about this, particularly people who are in the real estate business, um, what they are going to do is they're going to talk about this usually in certain esoteric terms. They do speak a language almost all their own. And again, oftentimes this is not geared towards the first-time home buyer. It is for investment purposes. And I, I understand that. But I just want to make perfectly clear that there is a huge difference between the two. Now, if you are not a homeowner currently, and if you have never been a homeowner, but um, you are fortunate in some way or in many ways, or your luck has changed or things have improved, or maybe you're thinking of starting a family, let's say, um, then, yeah, this is for you. Now, let me tell you what is not for you. And before I do that... I want to preface something else. You see, when I say you, I want it to be taken as openly as possible because as far as home ownership is concerned, as a matter of fact, to be very precise, 
there is only you because your circumstances and desires on so many levels is actually so uniquely you that without further consultation, and I do do consultation, but without that, it is difficult to give an accurate um, assessment of any situation for that very reason. So, when I'm speaking about this, I am only speaking in the broadest, most general terms. So, again, if you want to know more details, if you're interested, you know how to contact me. Now, <clears throat> the short of it is this. If you are considering buying a home right now, in general, my uh, simple response is no. Don't do it. Because one of the worst things that for many people who are choosing to buy a home right now is they're going to end up being stuck with something extremely unfair and unpleasant. Now, let me explain. You see, when, even if and when you are approved for the loan for the home, ultimately what this is, to you, it represents home. To the people who own the property, whether that be the bank, and increasingly it is the bank, or another private owner, um, this is simply a business transaction, nothing more. And those are, those are two very different paradigms. And at the end of the day, with this business agreement that you are agreeing to, which can include every clause, every I that's dotted in that contra contract, and every T that is crossed, you are legally held to. You're not going to just um, get up and walk away from this. And when a situation externally uh, completely changes, you're the one left holding the bag. Now, we only have to, for instance, to just give you one small example of this, was the whole um, real estate crash slash economic crash slash so many other crashes that occurred back in 08. And <clears throat> you end up in the classic reverse pyramid uh, pattern for your real estate, um, or what's commonly referred to as being underwater, which 
to break it down further, for those of you who do not know this term, it means basically that suddenly, or perhaps not so suddenly, that the property that you purchased, that you signed for, and all the entailed and detailed agreements within that contract, you wake up a few months later, and quite literally, the house is not even worth whatsoever the debt that has uh, you know that you've signed on for so simply put you are underwater and there were so many people that were ruined financially busted and their suffering goes on because you can't get out of this mess and i want you if you're going to remember anything that i'm saying about this and i can't i can't emphasize this enough that you're going to be signing something and you don't want to sign into some kind of agreement that you're going to absolutely hate and you don't want to be hating the day and the time that you did that that is that is not good um i happen to know because I'm telling you, you just simply can take it and will have to take it as my word that there is going to be really soon, I would say, in the next year to two, um, that there's going to be a huge change in the real estate market. And there are going to be things it, it's going to I would call it the great what's the word for this the great re-leveling you might say because this is a direct response of where we are now and where we are now is not sustainable and when I say we, I'm talking about the us, as in you and I, and all the tens of millions of other people in this country that don't have a prayer, a snowball's chance in hell of even buying a home, even a first home, because they have completely and utterly overvalued and lost their minds as far as property is concerned. So <clears throat> that is why I stated in the very beginning that right now is the worst possible time for you to buy a home. And I, I know it may be unpleasant I know it may suck to have to rent. Or, again, with your individual circumstances being what they are, um, you know, you you have already have a kid, or maybe you have a kid, maybe one on the way, and, you know, you, you basically real, really need a house. You know, the apartment living just isn't cutting it anymore, and you just, you really, it's time for a home. You need to get a house. 
but even though I can completely understand and sympathize with that, I'm telling you to just put the brakes on that because it would be one of the worst things in the long haul that you could do. Now, the good thing is what I'm telling you is, and again, I'm looking within the next one to two years, three tops. Maybe just within, you know, a year. But um, there's going to be some very, very radically um, governmentally induced changes in the real estate, I'd say, another way to put it, is the real estate structure. Whereas there are going to be a whole bunch of old rules that are going to be radically changed. Because, and I'm going to tell you um, where I get this from, is the simple understanding Besides the other information that I have, which I cannot tell you at this time, but besides that, you can pretty much figure out that when you have a system that is failing and there's every indication that it's going to continue to fail because quite literally its structure is built on that. And so just from that alone, just from having that understanding, I know that this is going to happen. Because it has to. It's, it's unavoidable. Now, while that happens, there, I would say you could, the best way to describe it would be the real estate market, home market, all this is, is going to be, and I mean very suddenly, turned on its head. And the last thing that you want is to be caught in this debacle by signing on the dotted line just before the situation is going to flip. Okay, okay. Because once the situation flips, if the person who wanted to buy a house but still waited to buy a house, and if they still waited and all of these circumstances flip, and I know they are, and then if they're armed with the kind of knowledge that certain people, myself being one of them, happen to know, um, those people are going to do very, very well. Now, I want to make clear on this, though, because if we have any of you, once again, any greedy investors, and I can see you just start wringing your hands and licking your chops, this party isn't for you. Matter of fact, 
it was you guys and the government's insistence on supporting you guys that nobody else, none of us guys, could afford a place to live. So, for you speculators and investors, you know, um, it's not going to be good times. And it's especially, I mean, you've, you've already purchased, but all those rules are going to change for you. And I wouldn't be surprised also, this is going to involve the tax structure, all these, you know, all these different rules. Um, I wouldn't be surprised in the least if they were also not, it's not a grandfathered in thing if they were not, you know, retroactive. Because simply put, this is what needs to happen. And I know if for you investors out there, you're not, you're not liking, you're not wanting to hear what I'm saying about this at all. But you know something? I don't have any sympathy for you. I don't. Because it's because of you guys and you were given the green light that you were from the corporate criminals you know, on Wall Street that uh, you had a field day and you just scooped up all these properties. In other words, the stealing was a, was a, was a jar. It was just great. You got, while the getting was good, but now the getting is over. And, as a matter of fact, now it's payback time. And you're, you're in a whole heap of hot water. And I don't, I have zero sympathy for you. Because for every one of you guys who want to piss and moan and say, but that's not fair. There's 10, 12, 15 families out there that can't get a home. And I'm, my ears are a bit more attuned to those folks than you uh, investors and speculators. So, you know, you tell that to this family and that family who can't even afford at current rates of you know, depending on what state you are in, I don't know, the national average is around three, 350K, I believe. And it's like, you, you, you th and this is for basically, this is for a postage stamp house. Not a great house, just something to get into. Give me a fucking break. So, yeah, that's why I, uh, I have zero tolerance and I have zero uh, sympathy for you. Now, I have already said, tried to make this clear, as clear as, as, clear as I can 
given what I can say and what I can't. There are things that I can say, and the biggie, the important thing is I'm telling you, don't buy a damn house. Don't even entertain the idea right now of getting a house. Other things to consider are when this great uh, reset happens. But just because that happens, once again, if you don't, if you don't know uh, certain things, let's say, then you know it'll benefit you, but it won't benefit you nearly as much as it could. So what I'm trying to say is, I don't like to mince words on things. Um, it's basically. I know a secret and I'm I can tell you what not to do and like I said that's all individualized so I know a secret and you want to know more well you know how to you know how to reach me and this is um this is something also that I wanted to, as, as I'm speaking of that, um, part, you see, part, one of the biggest parts of what I enjoy doing here is um, giving people lots of information. That's, that's what I do. But you'll note that I said that I give it away and I give it away freely. And because, as I said, I want to help others as much as I can. But to be perfectly honest, on the other hand, well, old Ernest does need to eat and keep the lights on, as it's explained on my website. About this so um, yeah I can I can give you let's say to use an analogy since we're talking about houses I can give you the uh, maybe I can give you the keys to the house but I'm not going to give you the keys to the kingdom that requires <laughs> that's that's something that's going to require a little bit more attention from talking with you. Um, I uh, I just know this that um, you know if if I were right now if I was a much younger person, you know, in my mid twenties, anywhere from say my mid twenties or mid thirties, um, if I were even if I were one of the relatively few who were lucky enough that they actually under as, as completely runaway ridiculous as the uh, real estate market is now, um, still, with knowing what I know, there is absolutely no way in hell I would buy a house. 
And you know, the way this the way the psychology on this thing works is you have all these people that, you know, need a home and they're all waiting and it's it's basically like the gambling, like the uh the Wall Street criminals that they're watching the values and they go up and up and up and up and they're all jockeying for a position and they're, you know, intensely they're watching this and they're looking for that slight crack that could appear. But in the meantime, it just keeps going up. And uh, that's pretty much the way I see it. And that's what I'm tired of. And when you're caught up in that game, you, uh, you I mean, it's, um, you may as well be in a casino. And that's not what buying a house is supposed to be about. You know, it's supposed to be about this thing called a, an, a real and actual fair market value. And that's not what we're looking at here. What we're looking at <clears throat> is a relative few players who own most of the property. And most of it is held by the banks, by the bigger financial institutions. So, again, it is a cold, heartless financial calculation. This is not as though it's a, a home that's being passed along lovingly to a family member. Um, it's, com it's completely different. And... This, 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 this price insanity is a is a direct consequence of the federal government uh, working, or that's a nice way of putting it, working with um, yes, the the real estate interest of the country. Let's say, and again, if if I'm if I'm sounding vague or somewhat evasive i i have a very good reason for being that way um so anyhow that um that's it so what did you think of this episode you can go on over to theearnestmanshow.com, find this particular episode number, and leave a comment for me and the rest of the world just below the player in the comments section. And additionally, unlike platforms such as this, I do not treat you or want to treat you as a child. I don't want to tell you what language you can use. I don't want to prescribe what are good words or what are bad words. I want you to have the freedom to express yourself exactly the way you wish. Until next time, this is Ernest Mann reminding you that there are no bad words, only bad actions. <laughs>